1: The following is a hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the
2: Sammy B. And this is Hoop Bowl Grizz.
1: We are post game. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Washington Wizards, one twenty five to one eleven. Improved to sixteen and fifteen. Good news, everyone. The Memphis Grizzlies. Will, at worst, be 500 heading into the All-Star break.
2: I love it.
1: 16-15 <laughs> and 15 after tonight's win. Next game is at home, back at the Forum, against one of the best teams in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks. What do you think, Sammy Boy? That's scary, but they're going to beat them. I predicted it Sunday.
2: They're going to beat them.
1: Sammy Boy, his week is still alive at the 3-0 and prediction. My week is in good shape. I got my two wins. Very good shape. And I am completely fine (laughs) with my prediction being wrong and the Grizzlies going into the break at 17 and 15. 100% okay with that. Sammy B. Yo. Good game tonight from the Grizzlies. I'm going to let you get us rolling in this one. Give me two likes, two dislikes from this game tonight.
2: All right. Well, first thing I liked, I was looking at stats. They, let me make sure before I say it, yes, they outscored them in every single quarter.
1: Every it, last one of them. Was it a wire to wire? Well, it wasn't What? Wi- no, that, it wasn't the fourth wire quarter. to wire. I didn't think it was wire to wire because the, the first quarter went back. In the fourth. first three
2: quarters. Let me fix that. They outscored them in the first three quarters.
1: No, they they got they outscored them in the first. It was thirty five thirty three in the first.
2: Yeah, the first three. That's what I said. They outscored them in the first. Oh three. yeah,
1: Washington got them in the fourth. Yep. I just realized yep. that I hadn't even I, looked at I, that. I,
2: I looked at it and I still said they uh, they was wire to wire, and I was like, no, they did it in the first three. But still, I like seeing that. They yeah. uh, oh, I lost it.
1: I missed some of the first quarter. I just had a ton of stuff going on. Was getting stuff uh, cleaned Same. up, so I came in toward the end of it, and I think the Grizzlies had the lead whenever I came in. So, they to all, me, it was wire to wire for me. It might as well. I never have been. saw the Wizards lead, but well, uh, they,
2: they the Wizards never led. I don't think they did in the first in the oh, first the, quarter in the first, they first they quarter. They did, okay. yeah,
1: but yeah, after that, they did not. I will go back and verify that. Yeah, they led up until it looks like well, around the. They didn't lead after that. Four minute mark. Of the first. Oh, they I remember that now. Yeah.
2: They did. They, did have, they had like a three three or four point. They, it was 15 to 12. I do remember seeing that now. Yep,
1: to the four-minute four mark in the first, and then after that, the Grizzlies took over. I'm all over the place. And then it was a little back and forth. About halfway through the second, the Grizzlies just started running away with it, and the Wizards never caught up. Good game from quite a few guys. You're not off the hook yet, Sammy, so you gave me the one good. You said which two, was you kind said of two broke. goods
2: and two bads, right?
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: They also shot forty four basically rounded up forty
1: five percent from three point land. They did. D'Anthony Melton in particular shot the ball extremely well from three tonight. Six yes. for ten. Career high and threes made in the game. Thirteen for twenty nine. That is uh that's huge for the Grizzlies. They have struggled often on shooting the ball from three. And so forty five percent if they could maintain that which I don't know if that is feasible for them. I would love to see them maintain that level. But we'll see moving forward. So that's too good. Give me two bad, Sammy.
2: Well, there's really nothing really god-awful you can just point out besides the fact that Jonas shot awful.
1: Okay, he was one of my bads. This is back-to-back games where JV should have dominated and eleven and sixteen is not exactly domination. Sammy mentioned the fact that uh, he was five five for eleven from the field at forty five percent. Yuck! Which doesn't really sound that terrible. Five for eleven, you know, if you get a five for eleven from Dylan Brooks, you're pretty happy with that. But Jonas, like, he in a matchup is like, 60%. like this, I mm, yeah, that is, uh, it's just not not a great game from him, and it's back to no. back games where he went into the game with advantage on paper. JV should have dominated both of these last two games, and he gets in foul trouble. He played significantly more minutes tonight than what he did against the Rockets. Thankfully, they didn't need him against the Rockets, but would like to see him do better. John ja Morant, 35-5-10. and Huge game for him. A couple things, history-wise, for the Grizzlies. He is, John Moran is the first Grizzly since November 30th of 2018 to record 30 points and 10 assists. In November of 2018, who is the other Grizzly that was 30 and 10? November in
2: 2018.
1: November 2018. Marcus. Incorrect.
2: Mike Conley. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, I was about to throw out OJ Mayo because I knew I'd be wrong. Then <laughs> OJ <O>. Mayo <laughs> most
1: definitely was not OJ Mayo. So big game for Ja. Thirty-five, five, and ten. He becomes the second player in franchise history to record at least ten field goals made, ten free throws made, and ten assists. Sammy boy. Yo. Can you give me who the other player in the franchise history is that done that? Ten field goals made, ten free throws made, ten assists. I'll give you a hint. It's not the same as the last answer. And it is not either one of the two guys that you named. Kyle Anderson. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's not even taking a No, it I serious. know, I know. No, right. Right. Okay, hang on, hang on. I'll Did just you, give hang it to No, you. no, stop it. I'm you just going to give it, it to you. Sammy you is not Pal, Gasol. That's not a bad guess. Or Shane Egg. No sir. No, nope. neither, neither one of those one. guys. It was actually before either one of them.
2: Oh gosh. You got me then.
1: Back in the Vancouver days, Sharif Abdul-Rahim.
2: Believe it or not, his ne- after I said Pal, and uh, that was that was actually who I was thinking of, but good gracious. I wish I'd have said that now.
1: Hmm. You know, was in attack mode tonight. We've said it on the show before. We'll continue to say when he's in attack mode, that's when the Grizzlies are at their best. When he's going to the rim, he's attacking. It's going to open up stuff for other people, hence the 10 assist. The shots were falling for him tonight, 35, 5, and 10, one still. 11 for 18 from the field, 2 for 3 from 3. Shot 14 free throws. You know, I wish I had looked before we started recording. I wonder if that's a season high in free throw attempts for him. I'm not sure, but that's. I'm, I'm glad that he got to the line. He had. He got tossed. I was at the, the second Clippers game. He got tossed. He got double tech late in the game, tossed out of that one. And then he got a tech early in the Rockets game because he's not getting calls. So I'm glad to see him actually stepping up and saying something. I would like to see Taylor Jenkins take one for him when he's not getting the calls because you need. So.
2: You would think he would.
1: It's kind of hard to say this without sounding like a slide on Taylor Jenkins, but you need Ja Moran on the floor. If Jenkins gets tossed out of the game, you still have other coaches that are capable of managing the game plan, of making adjustments. They've got a pretty good coaching staff. If you leave it up to me of who, you know, who do I want to see toss, either Jenkins or Ja, I'm going to choose Jenkins every day of the week. I don't know, man. I'm not even going to entertain that. Dylan Brooks.
2: We'll
1: start. BC is the top guy on my list. 14 points, five rebounds, two assists, four steals for him. Six for nine from the field. One for one from three. Did miss a free throw, but solid game from him. Dylan Brooks, 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Eight for 19 for 42%. He did not shoot the ball well from three. was two for eight. But uh, 42% night from the field from him scoring 20 points. I am good with that. I like to see it. JV, we already talked about him. Desmond Bain got to start. Ten points, two rebounds, one assist, one still. I still want to see him shoot more threes, man. I want to see Bain shooting more threes. Ten a game. Want it to happen. I, I think that he could do that, and we would be just fine. DeAnthony Melton, big night for him. Mr. Do-something. The Swiss Army Knife. The first of his name, the lover of tacos. All of those good things. Uh,
2: so much stuff.
1: <laughs> 20 points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals. Justice Winslow, 10 points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal. Xavier Tillman, three, two, one, two, one, filling up the stat sheet there. Killian Tilly got some first quarter playing time in this one. Kind of looked a little bit lost in this game. He did not look comfortable out there. But that's okay. That It's fine. This is his second game. He is coming back from injury. So it's been a while since he's played in a game. And the last game that he played in was in college. So he has rookie adjustments to make. He has rust to shake off from the injury. Number of things stacking against him. I'm not taking too much from this game from him. The Grizzlies are wanting to see what they got, if he's going to be worth keeping around. I truly believe that he is. And now we're going to go back and beat a dead horse. Uh-oh. Got to do it, Sam. Uh Uh-oh. I want your take on that. These guys, if this is your first time listening to the show, first off, welcome. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. If it's not, you've heard us talk about this before, or at least myself and Isaac, we've had this discussion. And it's about D Melton and the rotation, and what's going to happen when everybody's healthy. For the first time, listeners, if you're not following us on Twitter already, the show is at Hoopball Grizz. I'm at D Will Two One One One. Sam is at Sammy B Eleven Eighteen, and then a pretty frequent guy that comes on with us. You will hear from him at some point. He is on. It seems like at least once a week lately, but at least one time every two weeks. That's Isaac underscore rivals. That's Mr. Isaac Simpson. Come find us on Twitter. We enjoyed the uh, the interaction, the chat with you guys. But Sam, what do you think, man? Give me a reason why you play Grayson Allen over DeAnthony Melton at this point.
2: I, d- I can't give you one. I'd say DeAnthony Melton's better.
1: I agree with you.
2: I can't give you a good reason unless you just want to be like, oh, because it's Grayson Allen. He likes to trip people.
1: <laughs> that dude, get out of here! That's old stuff. That that,
2: that, that was that's that's a, that's a little kick at Brandon there. If you ever listen, there you go, buddy. Years ago, <laughs> at that point, yeah, like that, that
1: was back in college.
2: He hasn't done any of that, thank God. Yeah,
1: it, that's old news.
2: No, but no, I, De'Anthony Melton's better than him, my
1: opinion. I agree. I think De'Anthony Melton is the best two guard on this roster.
2: Unless he just wants to see if Grayson will improve some way, shape, or form. But
1: this so this has been labeled a developmental year for the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. Air quoting it there. Developmental year.
2: Quotations.
1: The only logical explanation that I could and I don't even know that it's that logical, but this is the only way that I can rationalize playing Grayson Allen over De'Anthony Melton is the Grizzlies have already signed De'Anthony Melton to a contract. So you have him, well, it was, is it a four year? It was four years. And it was, at what, like 9 million a year, yeah. something like that. It, it's somewhere around those numbers, say so 8 or 9 million a year. So you got D'Anthony Melton locked up for the next four years. You've already invested money in him. You believe in him because you gave him that contract. So now you want to see, is Grayson Allen a guy that we want to keep around? Is he going to be a piece of this team moving forward? Is he going to be a part of the future? That's it. That That's literally all that I have. The only explanation that I can come up with as to why you would play Grayson Allen over D'Anthony Melton to see what you got. Had a great conversation on Twitter today. I retweeted an article from a, one of a, a Pelicans reporter. His name is, I, I'm probably going to butcher your name, butcher the name. He at, On Twitter, he's at fear the brown, at fear the brown, like the color. And he wrote a great article talking about front offices overvaluing players that are on their team. And their own draft picks, and he referenced the Denver Nuggets and what happened with Malik Beasley. So the Denver Nuggets signed Gary Harris to a big contract, and they end up moving Malik Beasley, who is, in my opinion, a better player than Gary Harris. Go ahead, man. You can I, chime okay, in. Okay, because yeah, go ahead. That, you, you I remember
2: when they did that and well you know and people that don't know I'm going to say it I'm a huge Nikola Jokic fan so I watch Denver about every chance I get to and when they traded off Malik Beasley that blew my mind cuz I knew he he was playing better than Gary then I mean, you can go back and look at stats and be like, "Oh, well, you know, it, but Gary did better on defense. Yeah, he's a decent defensive player and whatnot."
1: Harris is probably a better defender. He, I, he I will is. give him that. But
2: offensively, way that team, especially the way that team is now, mm-hmm. you have. I, I take. Mal- I would take him, Malik. Oh, overall, I take yeah, Malik yes. Beasley yes. over Malik Beasley over Gary Harris. See, you know, like I, the
1: that's the stuff me. that's going down with Beasley. You know, he got a twelve game suspension because of stuff that happened outside of the NBA. I don't agree with that. I don't support him in that aspect of it. But facts are facts. He's going to be in the NBA. He's got a contract he's going to play. Yep. He is the better fine. He He's a better player.
2: T-Wolves got a deal.
1: But this is what he was referencing. Go go and check it out. I tweeted it out. I, I don't remember what time it was, but it's on my, uh, on my timeline. And I talked with uh, one of the – somebody asked me a question after I retweeted it. He's talking about talent evaluation and what front offices tend to do and what happens in the aftermath. So they overpay good players, not great players. They overpay them to keep them around in hopes that they will improve. And then what happens is it ends up handcuffing them. Another example we talked about was the Sacramento Kings. Harrison Barnes, and Buddy Hield, Both of those guys are good NBA players, but they're not great NBA players. Look at the Kings. Look at where they're at. And tell me that signing those two guys has been good for them. It hasn't led to victories. No. You can blame it on Luke Walton. A lot of the fault lies there. I will give you like... That that is whether you want to admit that or not, I'll say it. Luke, Luke Walton is a huge problem there. The Kings are weird. He's probably keeping his job through the end of the season. I would hope, <laughs> I would hope that they get rid of him at the end of the season. It would surprise me if it happens beforehand. That's neither here nor there. Back to the article. I'm getting off track here. He's he's talking about talent evaluation. That is what this year is about for the Grizzlies. Somebody tweeted out, they're like, why are they playing Killian Tilly over Gorgie? Two reasons. Number one, Gorgie has proved that he can come in at any given time. He's ready to go and he's going to produce. Yep. The Grizzlies don't have to worry about that. Gorgie is not a part of the future in Memphis. He's, there's a very likely chance that he gets moved at the trade deadline. And so the Grizzlies want to see what they have in Tilly. They want to get him playing time. They want to get him out there and see if he's going to be a guy that's going to produce. They signed him, I believe, to a two-year, two-way contract. So they've got this year and next year to find out if he is going to be a guy that's worth keeping around. They're certain that Gorgie is not a part of this future, and so having him in there, even though he is going to be more productive than Killian Tilly on most nights is not the most productive thing for the Grizzlies front office right now. So that's why you're seeing Tilly over Dang. Zhang. Dang Zhang.
2: Dang it, Jane. <laughs> but
1: it's a great article. Go and check it out. The guy's name again, he he's a uh, Pelicans reporter. So the, the article is written based off of what he thinks the Pelicans should do. But the premise is universal. And I and I said that in the tweet. It's a great article. He breaks it down, gives you plenty of teams to look at. And this is actually part of a series. He's going to write about this a couple more times. And I'm going to turn my notifications on for him because I want to read this. When it, When he writes the second and third article, I want to read what he has to say about it because he done a fantastic job on this. We love to support people that are writing good stuff. The majority of the time, we're supporting people that are writing about the Grizzlies like Miss Sharon Brown. You know, we we want to lift other people up as well. I'm not one of those guys that believe that you have to step on somebody to get to the top. Some people think that. I don't. I don't think that at all. I think that we can support each other and we can all rise together. A lot of important things come from this year for the Grizzlies. Big win tonight. Again, the final score, 125-111. Grizzlies improved to 16-15 on the season. Big game for Melton, John Morant. Dylan Brooks had a decent game. I'm happy with what Dylan brought to the table. But the decisions that the Grizzlies make this year will long-term affect whether or not this team can compete for a title. The Gary Harris contract is tough for the Nuggets to move. You look at that Nuggets team right now, Nikola Jokic, in my opinion, is a runaway MVP this season. You can argue Embiid. You can argue LeBron James. No, LeBron James is not playing as well with Anthony Davis out, so I think that that kind of takes the legs out from underneath his MVP argument. I think, you know, it would come, for me right now, it comes down to Jokic and Embiid. And because Jokic is a workhorse and he's out there every night, and he's not resting. He's not load management. His numbers are there. Even if... Take that out of the equation completely. Not even considering that. Jokic's numbers and what he does for that team are far more important than what Embiid does for that Sixers team. For me, he's he's a runaway MVP at this point. The Nuggets are not doing great as far as overall record That's in the league. What, are they seventh still, Sam? Do yes. you know?
2: Yeah, at least they were yesterday.
1: I'll look real quick. I'll yeah. pull it up
2: while you're doing that. Yeah,
1: they're they're seventh at nineteen and fifteen, so it's not like they're, you know, they're a half game back of the five seed.
2: I can't think of who was talking about it. The I'm going to throw this in there real quick. Yeah, you're good. Um, man. it was one of the live game on TV. It wasn't one of the, it wasn't one of their local. Uh, Commentators, it was somebody on TV, like Kevin Harlan. It was like Kevin Harlan, and I think it was Kevin Harlan. I don't think it was one of them. I can't think who it is. But anyway, Mm -hmm. they were talking like, "Oh, he's you know he's you know he's in competition for MVP," and like what you said, Joe Embiid and LeBron James and Giannis, and you know and all that. And they were like, "Well, Jokic, you know he has a chance of winning it, but one big thing is they got to get more wins.
1: They do. Period. They do. Here's where I stand with the Nuggets right now." They are missing what it takes to win a championship. This roster, the the current roster that they have is not it. What what is it? What piece are they missing? That I can't tell you. Malik Beasley. I, I don't I don't watch them enough to be able to tell you that. Maybe. I do watch enough of their games to tell you that they don't look like a team that can win at all. They have guys, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. You you lost Jeremy Grant. You lost Miles Plumlee.
2: Porter Jr. needs to be more Mason, not Miles. Yeah, Mason. But uh, I was going to fix (laughs) it. I was going to correct you. But but no, it's Mason. He's doing great with the the Pistons. Yeah, I I used to until I started watching them more. But Michael Porter needs to be more consistent. If he could consistently come out and score 15 points or like five rebounds, they'd be fine.
1: Well, the problem with that is in the games that I've watched is – Malone doesn't run plays for Porter.
2: Not often. Jokic has in the last few games. Jokic has pulled Porter to the side, while especially like when they're inbound and Jokic will come over and tell him something. They'll go down and run a play specifically for him. And he's, especially they played last night last night or night before. He's they lethal. He, he's he, great. MPJ is great. He's great. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that he's he's healthy, he's playing. Sounds sounds like a Denver podcast now, doesn't it? But, <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's but, part of but, the conversation, uh, it man. It is, but uh I do. I watch a lot of them. And he, if he could consistently stay healthy, score just fifteen points. Hey, more, more's better. But at least fifteen points, they, they'd win more games, guaranteed. He just
1: and they. I think their win total will climb. They will climb oh, for up, sure. But you know, we kind of got off track a little bit again. Th- this conversation, Happens. I keep referencing the Nuggets here, and, and we keep getting off track, but. Bad contracts are keeping them from getting to the next level. They went from just outside the playoffs to, okay, now they've got a shot. But they don't have enough. And that Gary Harris contract is what's biting them. It was, they priced themselves out of what could be a championship. What is it? So, MPJ's defense is not great. You know, you, you're he's a defensive liability.
2: I didn't think of that. Yeah, his defense is pretty... Normal.
1: But, let's say, and Grant didn't want to stay there, and it wasn't, he wanted to go somewhere where he could be the he guy.
2: W- he wanted to be the man. That's exactly right. But
1: that's a huge loss, and you look at what he's doing in Detroit. Man. And he was a third option in Denver. Mm. But they're missing a guy like him.
2: If they had him with the team they have now.
1: They had him last year.
2: They didn't play through him a whole bunch. He played well with them. But, yeah. But if they had the team they have, the way they're playing now, they have him. If he, Gosh, if he'd be doing what he's doing in Detroit, whew, that'd be scary. Yeah,
1: but he's not. He's not going to be the number one or even two option no, in Denver, be, and that's three, why he four. wanted to leave.
2: Yeah. No, I understand, but.
1: You keep derailing me over there, Sammy boy. Sorry. <laughs> but bad contracts can play you out of a championship. It happens frequently. Go read that article. Go check it out. It's great. He he has an, an excellent point of view, plenty of evidence to back up the point that he's trying to hammer in. But that's why this year for the Grizzlies is very important – it's imperative that they make a good decision here. You're going to have to move on from one of these wings. You can't keep Justice and Grayson and Melton and Kyle and Bain and Dylan. You can't keep all of these guys. You will not have the contract. Like You just don't have the cap space. The Grizzlies need to determine which of these guys are going to be on the team, which are not. And I pray that they make the right decision. I don't want to see, you know, the the Dylan Brooks contract. I've seen guys, you know, he gets a lot of unwarranted hate. But I've seen guys complain about that contract. That contract is not untradeable. No. The Sacramento Kings shopped Buddy Heald. But because of the contract and it's not because buddy hill is not valuable but they overpaid him and other teams are like <laughs> yep sorry for your luck dude you're
2: crazy <laughs>
1: we we're not you know we're not going to take on that size of a contract and give you all the assets that you're asking for
2: yeah not not for him no
1: you know and, and he's the you know, fastest player to 1000 career threes
2: did it what in like 15 less games than curry or something, something like, like that,
1: that. yeah so it's not like we're not talking about bad players.
2: No, nah, and we're trash. not trash.
1: And, and I'm not bad mouthing any of these guys. I think that Gary Harris is a good NBA player. Yeah, he, he really is. Gary Harris is a good NBA player. Harrison Barnes having a good year this year. He is a good NBA player. He's finally picking it up,
2: is what I can Buddy Hill
1: traded. Is a good NBA player. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one and this is not a guy that he talked about, and this didn't cost them necessarily anything, but another guy that got a massive contract that was overpaid, Otto Porter Jr.
2: That's a good reference.
1: Hundred million dollar contract. And when he's healthy, when he's right.
2: He's great. He he is
1: a he is a good NBA player. Oh bubba. But did the Wizards price himself out of going out and getting a free agent to push that team to the next level with a healthy John Wall, healthy Bradley Bill. And and again, when Otto Porter is healthy, he is a good NBA player. He struggled to get that way the last couple of years. I will say this, the Bulls are doing much better managing his injuries this year. They're not rushing him back. They're letting they want him to get healthy before he comes back. And so he has set out maybe a stretch of games here where he could have been back and playing, but they want him to get healthy because they want, to, they want him to get away from these injuries. They want to get production from him. So here we are as Grizzlies fans. We're watching this, and we question, are they tanking? Are they not tanking? No. What type, What's driving these decisions that are being made? Where are these rotations coming from? We have to keep in mind that as much as we love basketball, as much as we watch basketball, that the guys that are making these decisions know significantly more about the game than what we do. So continue to watch the games, continue to cheer for the Grizzlies, and and pray that they're winning. You know, we want them, I want the Grizzlies to win. I would love to see some playoff basketball in Memphis. Be that glorious.
2: Would, that would be great. I've never been to a playoff game, so
1: I can say the same thing. I have, I have not.
2: I have not, and I would like yep. to go to one.
1: I've been to an NCAA tournament game, but that is not the same.
2: I haven't even done that, so. Yep. So, but I have.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Th- there are a lot of things that we can enjoy from the season, and whatever happens happens. But big decisions loom for the Grizzlies and even approaching the trade deadline. If there is somebody that's available that you can go and get that doesn't risk your entire future, you have to determine which of these guys are expendable and what you're going to do moving forward. gonna get back to the game here real quick. We got off track. These last two games, we haven't talked about the game a whole lot on the post game. Just because the Grizzlies have played so well, There's not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of good things that you can talk about. You can talk about everything that Ja done tonight. And we can fill a show up with that. But if you guys watch the game, you know how well he played. If you didn't look at the stat sheet, and stats are not always everything. They don't always show the impact that a player has on the game. But tonight is a good, you know, you can get a pretty good idea that uh, 35, 5, and 10, and a plus 21 You can get a pretty good idea that Ja played well tonight. You don't have to have me tell you that he played well tonight.
2: He did all right. He did all right.
1: Get on over to MyBookie.ag. Get signed up. Use the promo code Hootball. Get your deposit match. MyBookie is a sponsor for Hootball, a partner, however you want to word it. They are the longest-running partner with Hootball right now. And they're keeping it running. They're keeping the promo match going don't know how much longer they're going to do it. We're always going to have something with them. But right now, they're the best online sportsbook out there. More lines and better odds for the players than any other sports book. Their motto simple. You bet you win, you get paid. Go over there. Let them know that we sent you. Promo code is Hootball. Get that free money and go bet. Go make some money. Follow the guys at Hootball Gaming. They're killing it. Troy has been doing great. Vince is doing great. Devin just won a a college basketball pick a couple weeks ago. He was number one against some of the best in the business because he's one of the best in the business. Go to mybookie.ag, get signed up. Use the promo code Hootball. Get your deposit match. Go follow the guys at Hootball Gaming. They can help you with the picks. Get the wager pass. It'll get you in the Discord. Get you into a lot of good stuff, Sammy. I got nothing else on tonight, man. Nothing. Good game for the Grizzlies. They're gonna finish five hundred at worst.
2: That's great. That's all that matters. You know I ain't got much nothing because they played so well. We covered all the good stuff. There ain't any bad. Nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean there's there's things that happen along.
2: Well, Jaw didn't get a triple double. That's bad. <laughs> Bob Saget, I wanted him to get a triple. He should have got those last five rebounds in the last 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, five rebounds, last 30 seconds of the game, triple-double. Let's go. So we'll get out of here. I'm going to drop the Twitter handles one more time. The show is at Grizz. We got the contest going on right now. I didn't even talk about that. Ooh. The predictions for the Grizzlies' final 40 games, what their record will be over the last 40 games. You got until the 9th, March 9th at 11:59 central standard time p.m. it is cut off give us your prediction the record in the final 40 games and total points scored for ja morant person with the best guess closest guess wins two tickets to the game of their choice for next season
2: so it's total points for the 40 games period not yep. the whole season. You can put the whole season if you want. Nah. But no, don't last put those. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> 40 games. The next 40 games, what he scored, that's the tiebreaker. Make sure everybody gets it.
1: Yep. John Moran's total point scored your tiebreaker. It's seven. Record over the last 40 games. Let me know what you think. Get in to win. Super easy, guys.
2: He's going to score seven. That's your choice. Ain't. You want to <laughs> see the
1: Lakers? Go see the Lakers. You want to see Clippers, Bucks. Wizards, twenty nine
2: teams, guys. There's twenty nine te- well, twenty nine other teams. You're gu- guaranteed to see one team for sure.
1: You're gonna see the Grizzlies,
2: hundred percent. But we'll twenty nine other teams. It's out there.
1: I retweeted it from my personal Twitter today at dwill two one one one. It is up on the show's Twitter at HootballGrizz. Sam is
2: it is sammyb eleven eighteen. That's a capital S, lowercase a m m y, capital B. One, 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 eight.
1: That's all we got until next time. Go Griggs. Go
2: Griggs. Jonas had 16 rebounds. Yay,
1: This has been a HoopBall presentation.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.